Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I am your host, Luedo Roshke, and we have got a great program for you today. We've been talking about the power of forgiveness, and I have Miss Sylvia McGinnis in the studio today. She's an anointed author and a very gifted artist and a wonderful teacher, and and. Besides that, she's just like you, like your grandma. You just want to hug and a mother in the <laughs> Lord. She she told me that she'd be my grandma, and uh, she does. She's just got lots of wisdom and and uh, just one of those mothers in the church that you know it's safe to go to her and say, "Hey, I'm having a problem, and uh, I want to." Can you can I talk with you and she and she will bless you. So I just love Miss Sylvia and thank you for coming on our program today. And uh, just share with us a little bit more. I, I would like for us before the end of the program to be able to talk about how you forgive uh-huh. okay. and to pray over them. Okay. Um, I know one thing that I did that the that the Lord had me do mm-hmm. is uh, to pray to forgive by faith. It's not by feelings. Right. You're not going to feel the feelings of forgiveness maybe for a long time. And believe me, I had some major things to forgive when you've been abused and you've been left and you've been, you know, passed around to other people. Believe me, I had some things to to get over and to move past. And so I would say, well, I'm going to I'm going to forgive. Uh, this uncle that abused me sexually I'm going to forgive him I'm going to forgive him well then the the thoughts would come back and the the tape would play back in my brain again you know Uh, and I would (laughs) see it and and feel those feelings and I would get hurt and angry and scared very scared Uh, it brought a lot of fear and uh, intimidation and stress to my life and so I'd pray again Lord I choose and I will to forgive blah 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 I choose and I will to forgive it and and Jesus name well you know what? It was a great revelation to me as a, as a girl at 12 years old. And the Lord said, you know how you got saved? Yes, Lord. You got saved by faith, didn't you? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. I got saved by faith, mm-hmm. not by feelings. Mm-hmm. He said, that's how you forgive. Mm-hmm. And every time that play, that tape starts to play over in your brain again, mm-hmm. you, can, you can stop it. Yes, and it doesn't can. mean that you haven't forgiven because you feel the mm-hmm. feelings of the hurt and the offense. Right. Man, that was life-changing to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I thought, well, hey, the devil doesn't have any power in this situation anymore. I mean, I was way beyond my years spiritually yes. and emotionally in lots of ways. And so mm-hmm. the Lord was able to explain it to me. So when that tape would start playing, in my, I'd say in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. I take authority and I take that thought captive and I cast it down. Because the Bible says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience right. of Christ. And the Bible says I have the mind of Christ. So I was like. I don't have to think like that. Mm -hmm. I don't have to live back in that time when I was being abused and being a victim. I am a victor. Yes. And so uh, (laughs) those thoughts, I just came in to cast them down, cast them down. Mm -hmm. And uh, I heard Joyce Meyer one time uh, talking about the power to change your thoughts. You know, we have the mind of Christ. Mm -hmm. And she had the audience begin to to begin to to uh, count one to ten. And she one, two, three, four. And right in the middle, she said, "Okay, now say your name. Well, they immediately stopped saying four, five, six, seven, they said their name. They changed their thoughts. And that was a revelation to me, too. I thought, go, Joyce Meyer. That was awesome. You do not have to think that what's the Bible says in Philippians 4, 8, whatsoever things are true, Mm -hmm. honest, just, lovely, pure, and of a good report. Think on these things. Now, if you didn't have the power to do it, he wouldn't tell you to do it. That'd be cruel. Mm -hmm. So I could think on those pure thoughts Mm -hmm. and true and lovely and a good report. Well, it wasn't a good report thinking about what happened to me in the dark. Right. Right. That wasn't a good that I didn't want to think that way. And so 
I just declared out loud, I choose and I will to forgive him. I release him. I let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by faith, I choose to forgive. And he is forgiven in the name of Jesus. And some other things Amen. the Lord show me. Amen. So victory is yeah. you, no matter what someone has done or not done right. that they should have done. Uh-huh. You can forgive them, That's and right. you don't have to be a prisoner in that cage. It's so funny that you said that about the cage. I've gone several mm-hmm. times. I have a big live bait wire trap, uh-huh. and it put the bait in there, and then I teach the same thing uh-huh. about being offended <laughs> and forgiveness. The word, you know, the Bible says if you offend one of these little ones, it's better you a stone to be wrapped around your neck and thrown into the sea. Uh-huh. That word offense actually means, it's scandal on, scandal it means on, yeah. a baited trap. That's right. And so when you get offended, you get hurt, it's wounded. It is actually a baited trap that the enemy starts exactly. luring you into that trap. And the next thing you know, because you are in that trap of unforgiveness and being offended and hurt, you are then reaching out for drugs and alcohol and relationships that you have no business being in. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these things to try to fix it mm-hmm. and to numb the pain. But you don't have to do that. And if you have done that, we're going to pray. And at the end, you can get out of that cage today. Amen. Right. Yeah, yeah. So share what's on Absolutely. your heart, Miss Sylvia. Uh, I think that one thing that has helped me is visualization. Um, when, when I think about taking someone off my hook. Mm-hmm and putting them on God's hook. I just reach up and I put them on God's hook. And uh, just seeing that or seeing it go up like a hot air balloon, uh, there's a Greek word for forgive, it's NASA. NASA <laughs> is I love it. rockets going up. It <laughs> means to lift up. So I think of the word forgive, it's for giving to God yes. because it's too heavy for us to carry. We can't do it. Mm-hmm. Now, the trouble is that there's a lot of ways that we judge and we don't recognize it as judgment. And we say, well, it's just natural that I would think that way. If you have the spirit of God in you, you are not living a natural life anymore. You are living a supernatural life. And God gives you the power to forgive. So if you would take your problem with your husband or whatever to a prayer group and i'm not saying you shouldn't but i'm saying you need to be very discriminating because (laughs) if you tell them give them a list of all the grudges you have against your husband under the umbrella of let's all pray about this then they may form judgments about the person we're supposed to pray for and in doing so they cut themselves off from god that's not a very effective prayer group when mm-hmm. they're all cut off from god right <laughs> they're all offended with you <laughs> right right and they've all gone into the trap with you uh, another thing is if you have unrealistic expectations of the people around you and this could be not just your husband but your children you think that people ought to act the way people ought to act well they're just not going to do that i'm sorry we we live in a fallen world so uh if you have unrealistic expectations you're going to set them up for a failure 
in your mind. They can't meet your expectations, and therefore you have judgments against them, but you don't recognize those. Miss Sylvia, judgments. I did that very thing when we got married. Of course, I was barely 18 when we got married. Yeah, I did too. And right. uh, I read Harlequin Romance. Because oh, they were clean. Not a good thing. Dear to do. Lord, my poor husband. He had no. I mean, he had no oh. hope. He had no hope of fulfilling all of that and being Mr. Casanova, you know, and sweeping me off my feet and bringing me roses every day and telling me how beautiful and wonderful I was. You know, that's what I wanted. Of course, of course, I was still in the process of being healed up. Yeah. Of, yeah. You know, and so yeah. I really desperately needed it, and so I put so much pressure on that poor man. So wonder he didn't just explode from it but you're right we can't put that pressure right, on them. but we drive them away mm-hmm. with our unrealistic mm-hmm. expectations they cannot stand the the heaviness of that kind of responsibility another thing is uh, if we feel badly about ourselves probably from wounding that we had when we were children then we have unforgiveness against ourselves mm-hmm. that can be a barrier just like unforgiveness against other people. Jesus died for all of us, and we can't afford to hold these things against ourselves. Or we go in the cage, just Mm -hmm. holding things against Mm -hmm. ourselves. So we have to let that part go. Complaining and murmuring is a judgment on God. We're Mm. saying, well, I don't have what I ought to have. And, and you know that the Israelites oh, <laughs> spent 40 years in the wilderness, which mm. was supposed to be an 11-day trip, because all they did was murmur and mm. complain. Mm. Uh, one other thing is sometimes a generational curse yeah. of unforgiveness and judgment will come down the family line. Mm-hmm. And if you came out of a family that just continually blamed each other and other people, it comes very naturally to you to always be looking for the bad. Mm-hmm. And God wants to change your heart. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want you living like that. Mm-mm. So I wanted to point out that there's a lot of places where we really have to open our eyes and get our antennas up. Mm-hmm. Um, to know that we are judging, ask for forgiveness, forgive ourselves, and then begin to forgive others. That is so good. And in fact, this is a perfect time for us to have the uh, Reset Your Mind segment. Reset your mind with the word uh, is so important because in Romans 12, 2, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's renovation, restoration of your mind. It literally changes it for the better. And so it's so important, I believe, to get the word. And uh, I still believe in the old-fashioned memorizing scriptures. So our Reset Your Mind scripture this week is Matthew six fifteen, which is, but if you don't forgive men their trespasses neither will your father forgive your trespasses and i love what you're talking about the word forgive and the word of the week it is something that you literally give mm-hmm. they don't deserve it but right. you give it your forgiveness was not deserved but it was given that main word in there is give it's to yes. give it away and that i love that word forgiveness it has several meanings which you already brought out one mm-hmm. Um, it means to send away, mm-hmm. uh, to bid going away or depart, uh, to let go, mm-hmm. to let it alone, to expire. See, there has to be at some point an expiration on your offense. 
you know, at seven, 70 years old, you still can't be saying I'm acting this way because when I was 14, my dad did this. No, mm-hmm. you need to get loose from that and let it go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a sending away. It means to disregard, to leave, not to discuss. Uh, well, that's the more you talk about it, the more oh, that thing stays stirred up in your head yes, over yes. and over and over. And what you're going to tell them, I'm going to tell them this and I'm going to oh, do yeah. that or right. I should have done this. And next time, yeah. you know, and you're yeah. just having that discussion or you're discussing it with other people. Right. Or I was real good because God has given me the gift of communication. I can communicate to that person that upset me up and down one side and the mm-hmm. other like that and rip them apart. Mm-hmm. And they're standing there going, oh, and I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh-huh. That is. Yeah. My tongue was not meant for that. I'm not going right. to discuss it. It means right. to uh, to give it up. Now, uh-huh. we're talking about forgive, to keep it no longer, uh, to allow it not to hinder. Uh, and it means to leave or go away in order to go to another place. Listen, if you don't like the place where you're at right now and we're fixing it, we've got about 13 minutes left and we're going to discuss more how you do it uh, and pray for them, Miss Sylvia. But if you are in a place of unforgiveness and torment and memories and thoughts and words continuously cycling in and out and affecting your everyday life, well, you need to forgive by the power of the Holy Spirit and by faith uh, and to let it go in order to go to another place. In other words, so that you are not continue to live and abide in a memory, in a situation that happened, or maybe it's continuing to happen right now. You do not have to participate in the offense. Mm-hmm. What do you say about that, Miss Sylvia? Well, <clears throat> one reason why I wrote the other book, which was Would You Believe, was because we have so much wounding from our childhood, mm-hmm. and all of us have it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, there is no perfect family. So we all have a wounding that needs to be healed. And so when I begin to feel those ugly feelings of uh, condemning somebody else for what they're doing, I've learned how to recognize that I am out of my peace. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, that's the thing. God wants us to be living in peace. Yeah. Because through peace, we have authority on the earth. But when we get out of our peace, then we give Satan authority. So we got to recognize where we're at. Now I go to God and say, is there a memory from way back where I was hurt back then and this person that has hurt me now has just stepped on my wounded trigger button. (laughs) Help me to forgive the back there thing first. Then I'll be able to forgive the up front thing. The root of it. Yes, Mm -hmm. I have to get to the root of it. Mm -hmm. And then I make sure that I'm not holding unforgiveness on myself, that I have accepted forgiveness for my judgments. Mm -hmm. And then I can move ahead to really forgive them. And I think that there are levels of forgiveness. Uh, I think God only gives us what we can handle. There have been times when I've forgiven and I felt like I've finished it. And then later on, all of a sudden, it kind of jumps back in again, and I realize that there was a deeper root that I hadn't got to. So we're always under construction. Amen. You know, God, God wants to keep working on And us. there's nothing so deep or so hidden that the Lord can't set you free from. And I don't think it takes 12 hours to do it and, you know, no, dragging it all up. And this happened in the womb and that happened. I mean, God just, you know, my mother told me something one time that, that really set me free. 
And I was an adult, and she said, you know, I, I feel really bad about something. Well, she, she had a lot of condemnation because she was an alcoholic and so many things that happened. And I kept saying, Mom, it's forgiven. It's gone. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go, you know. Mm-hmm. But she said that she was with my biological dad. It, it was uh, very, uh, she did not want to be in that marriage. And when she found out she was pregnant with me, she didn't want to have a baby as a result of that marriage. And so she just, you know, she said, but I love you. And I wanted, I wanted you when you were got here, but I didn't, you know, I was just, she said, I I really didn't want it. And so that kind of opens because I've always dealt with, I had always dealt with rejection. Mm -hmm. And then of course she left and I didn't know my dad till I was 10 is a whole long story. But anyway, Mm -hmm. so God said, even and right then it's like, Lord, I thank you that I am loved and I'm wanted. I'm accepted and beloved, beloved and, and I forgive her for that. That's a natural reaction. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I don't hold that against her. But it was an eye-opening thing. And I was like, you know, there is no root left in me of rejection. I am not rejected. Uh-huh. I am, at, the Bible calls, you know, so the city sought out. You know, right. I have lots of friends, and who doesn't want to be my friend? <laughs> you know, I've just decided. There you go. You know, right? Instead of walking around with that rejection and that mm-hmm. fear, nobody wants me, nobody likes me. They're talking about me. I'm sure over in the corner they're talking about me. No, I lived that way for years. And, and I'm not meant to live that way. Neither was anyone else. And I had to let go of that and release that. And God got to it. But here's another thing. My uncle, like I said, who abused me for years, he never once said, I'm sorry. He never once acknowledged it. And he went, he went to the grave. Right. And you know what the Lord shared with me? That does not negate you That's forgiving right. him. Even That's if right. someone, listen, you can legitimately have an offense and a hurt and a wounding. I, le- I had a reason. Mm-hmm. I had a real reason. He should have never done that to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I had a reason. But as I've gotten older and grown more in the Lord, I realized there were demonic spirits ah. that were influencing him. And plus, he was drunk all the time, right? right? Causing right. him. Now, I, I just feel like I just believe in just being real, just getting it out there. Because if I dealt with it, uh-huh. things so, are worse in this world today. There's a lot of people dealing with it. So people, I don't think we ought to right. just make it all pretty. No, the deal was he was That's drunk right. all the time. Yeah. He'd come and he would abuse me. Yes. But he never acknowledged it, even after he got saved. Never yeah. once. Yeah. And I prayed with him to be filled with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Yes. But I never brought it up. I just left it alone because God had healed me. But many people say, well, when they ask, I'll forgive them. No. no. Then you continue in that cage, and so does that other person. You have to forgive. And the Lord said, it's my, your forgiveness of him is not contingent on him asking for it or deserving it. That's right. It's because I've commanded you. And for you to be forgiven, you must forgive. And you may think, well, that's a tall order. That's a tall order. I mean, I mean, if, he'd have, I mean if he'd at least come and groveled, mm-hmm. beg me, then maybe I might, you know, okay, I forgive you. No, it was the love of God compelling me and the grace yes, of God. I'm not, it's not that I'm that spiritual or I'm that great giant. No, right. it was the grace and the love of God, and I did it by faith. So you, you, the person never has to even acknowledge it and that's a hard pill to swallow but if you will yeah you'll be set free can i mention something there uh because we are afraid of being hurt again we often get very self-protective and oh closer uh we get very self-protective and we want to tell them what they have done wrong exactly the only thing that happens when flesh comes against flesh that's what we say humans coming against humans is that they put their walls up Hmm. and don't receive Mm -hmm. and now the problem is worse when we forgive 
take them off our hook, put mm-hmm. them on God's hook, he begins to download conviction to them mm-hmm. about what they did. They mm-hmm. may never come back and say, I'm sorry, but your uncle got saved. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, when you let that go mm-hmm. to God, mm-hmm then God began to work on his heart. Mm-hmm. And isn't that what we're looking for? Right, right. And, and in this world, what is God trying to do? He's trying to use people like us who have the Holy Spirit to bring the power of the blood yes. upon people who are spiritually blind to open their eyes so that their hearts can be changed and bring in the great harvest that we've been looking for for a long, long time. And on top of that, uh, Miss Sylvia, uh, like I mentioned, it was it was demonic assignments. It was oh, the power yes. of the enemy coming against my family in all the generations above me, before me. I mean, yes. alcoholism, divorce, mm-hmm. abuse, sexual abuse, yes. uh, lawlessness, you know, getting in trouble with the law. Those things were brought down. But God has to raise up somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter how weak, right? how foolish, he chooses mm-hmm. the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. So the, the least likely, believe me, I was the least likely yes. to be uh, receive the, the grace and the forgiveness and the anointing and the teaching and the equipping to change the family line. Right. Now, if I had stayed in my unforgiveness and my trap of being rejected and fearful and mad and angry and all those thoughts and intimidation... I would have eventually become an alcoholic. I can tell you because it was a strong yes. spirit. On my, it was an iniquity. It was right. generational curse on my family. Right. And it would have passed down to my children. Yes. And then the right. divorce and the children, my children would have gone the same way. But you know what? He, God wants to raise up a breaker. A That's breaker, right. Somebody to break That's the right. cycle. Yes. And you don't have to be, I mean, listen, I'm not all that. He is. But I know who is. Yes. And it's Jesus. Right. And it's the power and the word and the power and the blood of Jesus. And getting in there and saying, you know what? It's not worth holding on to this junk. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not bringing me what I want. It's not producing what I want. What do I have to do? Yeah. Miss Sylvia, can you lead us in a, sure. a prayer sure. about that? We've got four minutes left. And, okay. and we can talk a little bit more. But I would like for us to do that before the end of the program. Okay. So we're just talking to you out there because... Because almost everybody has hurt in their heart from things that people have done to you. And we feel that hurt. And we want you not to carry that around anymore. So I'm just going to start a prayer. And I just ask you where you are. Would you say this prayer and break some stuff off of you? So, Lord, because you paid the price for all of my sin... And even sin that I can't even see in myself. But you paid the price for that. And you didn't even have any sin. And I ask you to forgive me of my part in anything that has hurt anybody else. And where I have hurt myself, even by my own actions, I ask you to forgive me of all of those times my bad attitudes, my bad decisions, my bad actions, everything. Let the blood of Jesus wash over me right this minute. And I accept it, Lord, and I don't hold on to anything against myself. I just let the blood flow and cleanse me of it all. Thank you, Lord. And now, because I am forgiven and because the blood flows through me, I now, in my hand, 
take a hold of everybody that has ever hurt me. I take them off my hook. I put them on God's hook. God contends with them because his word says, I will contend with those who contend with you. Vengeance is mine, saith God. I will repay. But he says, don't you be the judge. I'll be the judge. Okay, God, right now, I'm giving them to you. And what I want, God, is for them to change. I want them to know what they've done for themselves. I want them to be able to confess to you, to repent, to feel that remorse, and then to get your cleansing and just pour out your love on them, Lord, and change their heart. That's what I want for them. You said, Lord, to to pray for our persecutors, to forgive them and bless them. Lord, I choose to bless everybody that has ever hurt me. And I cut all the ties with all of the sin that has been poured out on me. I cut those ties right now. I am free of that. And I ask you, Lord, to set them free of that. And I'm, I'm just going to say this prayer as though I'm speaking to the person Shall I go ahead? ahead. Okay. The person that I am releasing right now, and I just say to you, I can't force my ways on you. I give you to God. I I thank God he's going to give you an abundant life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We come into agreement with that. You've been listening to the Be Free program. I'm your host, Loretta Roschke. Uh, this program will air Sunday morning, but it also airs on Mondays at 3. So if you know someone that needs this message, tell them about it. Uh, we are so thankful you've joined us today. And we have learned a lot about the power of forgiveness with Miss Sylvia McGinnis. Thank you for being here with books us. Books on Amazon. And the books are on Amazon. Her last name is M-C-G-I-N-N-I-S. Sylvia McGinnis, you will want to get a hold of that. Uh, and go to our website at Lueda Roshke at Lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. So I invite you to go to our website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org, and you can connect with us on all of our social networks, uh, Facebook and uh, YouTube, all those things. And also, we have our Be Free uh, television program as well, and the times that it airs, I believe it will bless you. We've had over 2,000 people call in our prayer line to pray with them. In fact, we would love to pray for you. You can call our toll-free prayer line at 866-241-05. That's 866-241-0579. And we have anointed, trained prayer partners to come into agreement with you. And we believe in miracles. Again, you've been listening to the Be Free program. Thank you for tuning in. And I will hear from you and see you next week. Goodbye.